You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! After Buzz, Beauty and the Beast, Beasties. We are so excited because it is the season finale and the writers did not let us down. So welcome. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford. Join this evening, as always. Hi, guys. Of course, I'm Janisha, and you guys um, can follow me, tweet me online, Janisha underscore Miss VI. Yes, and yes. I am Ali Kona Bradford at Boys and Beauty 01. And now is the time. If you have not done it, Pick up your phone right now, follow us, and make sure you join the conversation because this is the last time for this season that you can co-host with us by hashtagging ABTVBATB. So get on it, co-host. That's right. All right, let's get into the show. There was so much going on this episode. It's hard to even determine where we should start this evening. I have to agree with you. The writers did not let us down. Any and everything I think that we asked for, they gave to us. You in know, this and last there were episode. definitely moments, we'll get into yeah. it later, but definitely moments that I didn't see happening that I thought should happen, but then they did happen. There you that go. makes sense? <laughs> yes. That's, all, that's a lot of happenings <laughs> yeah, going yeah. on right now. But first and foremost, let's talk about how Liam is trying to swiftly post all these things and let the truth surface and put Vincent in this little corner. I mean, for a quick second, I was like, you know what? He is doing a really good job at Dude, this. Dude, this whole season, uh-huh. he's been doing a good job. And it's made me wonder, like, come on, Vincent. Like, you need to pick up your skills. Even moments where I thought, why are you not tracking? Why are you not sniffing? Why are, not, are you not tuning in to try to predict what's happening? I mean, did you, weird. F- did you feel that maybe... Liam was right all along saying that Cat might be a, is a distraction, taking him away from his beast instincts. I mean... I don't know about distraction. I think it is a choice. Okay. I think that he's going about things the human way. And I don't know, maybe because you tune into these certain senses, it yeah. pulls you more towards the other side. Yeah. But in a life or death situation, sometimes the other side needs to come out. I agree. I agree. But, you know, Liam just, he was just one step ahead every single time. Yes. It was just crazy. It had me on, like, the edge of my seat. Oh, it was intense. So It did, but you know what? It bothered me a little bit because yeah. I felt like Vincent, we've never seen Vincent that week before. This whole season yeah. that has been the one person, his one opponent that had so much up on him. Yeah. So, oh, it was very frustrating for me. Not to mention that he was going after everyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, for the first... We, we did mention, you know, in predictions that all of the stuff that was, you know, brushed under the rug would come to light. But to really see it unfold, it was just like, ah! <laughs> right, yeah. right. The, so the part that got me this episode the most, you know, the very beginning, we see Liam in this, you know, cemetery digging yeah. up a body. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Way to start the episode. Right, right. And the thing is, is that... What's funny to me about the show is Liam puts out all this bait and they get hooked every single time every and they think time. they think that they're avoiding it because Catherine's always like, No, Liam would want us to do this and he would want us let's do the opposite and the opposite is, is always what he wants. Exactly. So I think he think I think he's thinking 
what they would be thinking. So again, being one step ahead and just, you know, assuming that, you know what, they're going to assume that I want them to do this. So I'm going to do what they don't expect me to do. And, you know, it, it worked. It worked for a, a ma- major part of the actual episode, and it had me a little spook. I will say that. I, I thought someone was going to die. I thought somebody was going to get... I don't know. Well, you know, they said that somebody was going to die, didn't they? Well, I mean... I mean, we Liam, know who died. Liam died, <laughs> yeah. but that wasn't a huge loss. I was really thinking, oh my gosh, what if it's one of our main characters? Yeah, yeah. Um, What I want to talk about, you know, Billie Jean Girl is already on it as far as mm-hmm. talking about Vincent putting his truth out there. Okay. The thing that caught me off guard was... Vincent and Catherine, after Vincent gets called in the first time for questioning, he's like, okay, either they expose me, or excuse me, either Liam exposes me, or I expose myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it myself and have control of the situation. But they're having this conversation at the park, in yeah. front of all these people. In front of everyone. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> I mean, at that point, that's the least of their worries. I think they had, at that point, bigger fish to, bigger fish to be concerned but about. But what if Liam was listening? They're talking about potential plans on how to beat Liam out open in the public when Liam is always behind some tree somewhere. I know. Liam's everywhere. <laughs> literally everyone and, you know i've i've mentioned that you know in the last episode where why why are we doing everything like just kind of out there I, I don't know i think it was it's a little negligent on their part but yeah. but i mean i guess that that it didn't work out in liam's favor in that instance where he was actually behind a tree listening so right yeah um i guess they got lucky in, in, at that point but i do think they should have been a little a little more safe with you know what they were doing uh, I don't know. Did you think, though, that they were really going to go through with it and Vincent was going to show them that he is a beast? I mean, I, pre- I kind of predicted it before, and I, I, did, I didn't think he was going to show them, but I did hope that he, they were going to reveal all of the truth because I felt like it was going to come out regardless. And so I figured if they just kind of put it out there and then, you know, gather the support to, you know, join forces with whoever they could— to beat Liam, that, I thought that was an awesome plan from Jump. So, you know, I, I don't know why they didn't do it sooner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's always the risk of people, you Reacting. know, detaining yeah. you and just being like, okay, well, you're crazy. Yeah. Um, thankfully, Russo was a little bit more open-minded than Hernandez was when they did come clean and say, hey, look, this is what happened. But in the scene where they did that and Hernandez is like, hold on, we need to talk. We need to have a little talk, right? And they're talking and then here comes Liam and kills uh, I was gonna say, I don't know what I was about to call him. Something, <laughs> but not Hernandez. And I thought for a moment, like yeah. we could see the back, we could see the silhouette, but when he's knocked to the ground, he falls over, he looks up and he's like, Keller! And I went, wait, hold on. Can Does Liam really? morph his yeah. face? I'm so confused right now. I will say this. The same thing. I thought that for a split second, Liam could morph because when Kat sees. Uh, Vincent in the park, I was like, wait, that's not really Vincent. Vincent's still in, in, you know, being interrogated or whatever. So I was like, wait, can Liam really like morph? But that, that ran through my head. Right. So then when, you know, you're bringing it up now, that I, I thought it was pretty valid too. So. Right. But yeah. at the same time too, when we do see the silhouette, for me, there's this very distinct thing about Liam's mop. Like yeah. it's just a <laughs> poofy mop. It is very poofy. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I can very well see that it is Liam. And uh-huh. we obviously get the shot over the shoulder that, that yeah. Sneaky, haha, it is me. Yeah. Um, I don't know where that voice came from. But either way, but the fact that the other guy sat there and looked at him and called him Keller, yeah. but then there's Russo, 
who knew it wasn't, right? Or did he just see him morph back into... I think... I don't even think it was a morph situation. I just think, you know, he might have seen the coat and just kind of just... In his mind, I think he was so convinced that Keller was it that, you know, it just kind of was like, yeah, this is the guy and this is the one who's beasting out. Not to mention when they beast out, their face isn't exactly how they look when they're human. true. So, you know, it could just be that he was a little, you know, this A little wrinkled in the face. Funny looking, yeah. And he was like, "Well, I don't know who that is. I'm gonna assume it's Keller because I just saw Keller, you right. know, morph into this beast." So, yeah, I, I think it obviously was was set up so that we could be confused because right. you know, at that point, I thought, okay, well, maybe Russo thinks it's Keller too, and that's when he went in the room and it was like, "Don't, where are you going?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was confused, and here's the other part that confused me too. You know, um, after everything happens with Vince, which we'll talk about in just a second, yeah. Russo came back and he, you know. Catherine's upset because he had gotten shot and he's like, it's part of the plan. I'm like, dude, when did you guys decide that that's, it was a plan? That's what I'm saying. And he was like, I didn't have time to call SWAT and tell them. You didn't even call SWAT in the first place. So Hernandez did. Exactly. So, so how do they know that they're this is really, a plan. this is a plan and that, and that they're really not trying to kill this guy? I, I, I was like confused. little 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 missing holes there. Yeah. And the yeah. other one I thought was interesting too is when Vince is running away and if this is part of his plan because he wanted to get caught, right? Yeah. I'm like, why are you running so sloppily? Like, they'll follow you. They'll find you. But he's like, pushing people and tumbling. And I'm thinking, you are so much more graceful than yeah, that. Yeah. Even if you aren't in and beast mode. And he's a lot faster thank than you. that. And thank you. When he went running across <laughs> the room, I'm all, why are you doing that? The because, <laughs> well, because there is the possibility of getting shot before yeah. you make it jumping off of the roof. So I thought that was really... Do you? So you think he wanted to get shot? No, I, I think, think he so wanted either. to. I think he definitely was aiming for the roof, but maybe he just wanted to make sure that it was seen that he jumped off of the roof. I'm not sure. I'm thinking that maybe he knows if he had fully morphed that faking it and making it look like he died would have been a lot harder to do because he probably would have just been able to jump like nothing. So, you know, that's what I'm thinking because maybe he just wanted Liam to see him. I don't know, get hurt and then, you know, just like really hurt. And Liam already thinks that his beast skills aren't fully there because right. he's, you know, of course, distracted by love and all of this nonsense. So um, I, that's what I'm thinking. But regardless, if you're distracted by love or not, you fall from a building and none of your bones break. Yeah. Well, Liam doesn't know that. Uh, Liam just thinks his heart stopped and he got right. shot. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I I am still trying to find out when was this plan established? Established, and we're like, it okay, wasn't. this is what we're doing because no, I, mm. it was Vince made this plan, he ran with it and hoped for the best, and it worked. That's crazy, <laughs> right? Because right. Russo, the, I, there was no communication that this was going to happen. Not at all. And then he comes in like this was all part of the plan. Like what plan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, from the get-go, here's the thing. I feel like that particular character led on that he was already going, mm, I'm leaning towards your side. I'm leaning yeah. towards your story because he was quick to defend when yeah. Hernandez was like, no, no, blah, 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 blah. Mm. So I think he was already slightly swayed by just things that he'd observed prior to meeting him, right? And it just not, linked these things together. Not to mention, Vincent takes the chance to beast out in front of you. And he can obviously kill it wasn't you. Even, but it wasn't even full beast. No, it was, it was like, like a little yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm so mad we just did the same yeah. thing. But anyways, yeah, no, I'm, uh, like, he didn't, he did his, his little beast out thing, and he didn't kill you. So, I mean, yeah, rightfully, like, he's, there's some truth to, to this. And I feel like Hernandez was just kind of like, you know, one of those people who are just by the book, like, by, like, yes, law, by the book. Yes, it's annoying. Yes. yes. Yeah. 
that was Hernandez. Well, he's not around to talk about that. So, well, okay, really quick, at Peyton Lecky came on to Twitter to co-host with us. And yeah, I don't know why that accent comes out. It's really bad. <laughs> but either way, she came on to co-host with us to let us know that Liam, in fact, does not morph. He just used the cloak. And I suppose when death is right in front of you, you don't take the time to look to see who is killing you. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Well, um, I mean, when he beasts out, his face does change a little bit, though, right? Yeah. I think him and Vincent both both of their faces change a little bit. So I think in the you know in the midst of all that you're Vince being attacked. Vince is clearly cuter when he's a beast. Way cuter. So, um, <laughs> no. Um, at Carrie Barrow Nine says, "Cat, ooh, okay, sorry, my Twitter feed goes so quickly. Cat talked to Russo during the chase down of V. Really, when they were running." Oh, that was a really fast conversation. I think within the time frame of when Russo ran ran away, and I don't know, there was maybe there was a time frame where he was able to say, "Okay, well, we're gonna do this," you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it worked. Here's the thing: it worked, and it was the best way for Cat to truly believe that Vincent may not come back. True. You know, because she'd even said when she had that sit down with Heather and Tess, she said Vince could have stopped his heart. He was going to stop his heart and then Liam would know and blah, 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 blah. Okay, but since you know he's capable of doing that for you, Mm -hmm. um, you would have had that thought in the back of your mind. It's okay. It's going to be okay. He's still alive. And who knows if that would have affected how Liam perceived the situation, which, by the way, really made me mad to see Liam just there lurking. Like, like, like he enjoyed looking at Vincent on the ground, dying, and hearing his heart come to a slow stop. I'm curious to know if he knows that, because I'm pretty sure Liam can stop his heart rate, too. Well, at least I think I w- so. I mean, maybe each beast has their own individual, slightly different alteration of their powers. Maybe. Or maybe that's just one thing that that um, Vincent was able to master that, right. you know, Liam probably hasn't tried. Hasn't thought to try. Oh, who knows? Who knows? Well, either way, it worked, so. Right. Um, Burning Firebird says that she's kind of disappointed that JT didn't develop more powers in the season finale. Oh, Maybe not the season finale, but here's the thing. We're getting in prediction territory because I did want to talk about that. Okay. But <laughs> I think that that's something that will be handled in season four. There was so much going on and so many loose ends that needed to get tied up during the season finale, which they did a great job of yes, doing. Yes. But that would have just been one more element to be mm, a little bit too much maybe. Yeah. And that's why they probably held back. Because let's not forget, Vincent now has that blood in his system too. Which, P.S., by the way, the serum was yellow. Yes. And I thought, okay, I understand there's a bunch of different chemicals going on there, yeah. but blood is blood and blood is red. So what Super type blood. of venom is going on <laughs> right now in that vial that was yellow? I don't know, but you couldn't inject me with it. I'm sorry. I mean, if you were dying, <laughs> you would have no say in the situation. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like that everything came together so nice and cleanly and that JT was there right in time and that Russo was on board with the plan. As soon as he saw everything go down, he was like, okay, what, what, what are we doing? You, you, doctor, doctor, you guys didn't see anything, you will go to jail. So let's do this. Uh, listen, I, Russo handled it. He was like, yes, you did. gotta leave now. Where's JT? I need JT. It was just Where's like... Where's JT? I it, need JT. I like the was, finger snap. It was all handled. I, he did a great job. And honestly, you know, maybe if he's, he was around, well, then we wouldn't have had a big season for finale. But he handled it. I think I, I think he did a good job. I'm happy he was around. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I do love the moment where... And, and again, this episode did a great job of, for me personally leaving a little bit for me to go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and then 
yeah. oh, everything is okay now. When Vincent's heart stopped, I knew it wasn't going to be for permanent. However, we didn't know how he was going to come back from this gunshot. Yeah. And I love that it was because JT was like, all right, mofo, like, I'm just going to slam you on the chest. <laughs> Wake up. Oh, JT, JT just, he was another one I think that really, like, stood out in this episode. This whole season. This well, whole true, season, definitely. they really developed his character a yeah. lot. Yeah, he's, we see a, a way more confident JT, one who's like, okay, this is what we're doing. And he's putting his foot down with Vincent. He's talking to Vincent, like, listen, I don't need you to be acting all crazy right. out Look, here. Look, rogue cowboy. I need you to calm it down. Bring it in. Right. <laughs> and, 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 and I like Vincent's like, okay, and my ego smushed. Thank you, best friend. Thanks, I appreciate JT. that. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, he tells like he gives him the head nod, like stay in the closet, like I got this. Like right. you know, just he just was handling stuff and I, I love that. Yes. Uh, you know? Yeah. So yeah. You know, and the thing is, is one of the things that they talked about this episode is that everybody had so much to lose because if Vincent was outed and things didn't go as planned, there goes Tess's job, there goes JT's life, as well as Catherine's life. life. So there was yeah. so much at Heather risk. Heather would probably be the only one visiting everyone at jail and No, Heather <laughs> would have been she would have been an accomplice as well too. Yeah. They made light mention of her. Nah, she would have gotten away, I think. She wasn't really, like, she wasn't really as involved. But here's the thing. What's the thing? You put Heather down at a table with a big spotlight on her. She's and talking. And you start, yeah. She's talking. Your, well, I didn't mean, like, well, I mean, just because Vincent did it. I mean, ooh, did I say that? Shoot. I will say this, though. Heather came in extremely clutch in this episode, too. Oh, absolutely. She was awesome. And matter of fact, some of our co-hosts had a lot to say about Heather. Uh, yeah. One said... Well, first of all, the pepper spray thing yes. was awesome. RTL Tweety says, uh, she asks, did you like Heather uh, Heather's weapon, the pepper spray? Of course. Yeah. 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 yeah well, you know, and then the first time she did it, when she came running out, first of all, like, blah! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all, what is that going to do? Right? Because you don't realize yeah, yeah. that there's obviously a method to her madness. But after the spray <laughs> ran out, the look on her face when he looked at her, she's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, I'm dead. Yeah. Um, but... but- it was really brave of her, I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I yeah. love that Catherine came in there swinging, knowing that she there's no way she can beat Liam. But the fact that she even tries and she starts throwing some punches at him, like, yeah, you get that. I think she just wanted to at least land one. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, take out that she's aggression. She's so, she's, she's always kicking butt. I love, yes. I love that Catherine. Yeah. From the first episode, first, uh, we know she's, she's always kicking butt. So, right. yeah. I do, you know what else I really liked about this episode too is, I had a feeling, you had, we all had a feeling that Liam was gonna be you know, executed at some point, but they ended the story nicely in that we got closure in the wise. Yes. You know, yes. and, and it almost made me sad for like, a millisecond. I did. And I, th- I thought that, uh, Kat felt the same way too. I, I thought yeah. that, you know, she she was starting to understand where it, what it, what it was that he was going through and trying to bring him back to, you know, to that human side. Right. But, um, yeah, and then, Vincent just kind of ended all of that. <laughs> like, yes, okay, st- stop all of this. <laughs> you look, you away from my woman. Get away. <laughs> Step back. Uh, but I thought it was very interesting too yeah. that Liam was following his exact footsteps that he did in the past. Talk about being predictable. Yeah. When you were here being stealthy this whole season, why would you do that? Why would you go in such a repetitious pattern unless you're just torturing yourself? Uh, I mean. I don't know. Like, obviously, I think he knows that they know so much about the Rebecca Nellister story. Like, ding dong. Like, (laughs) you know, they're going to find a way to not have history repeat itself. Right. So I do think it's a little foolish that he followed it to the T. But I think for him, it was more so of a closure, you know, being able to relive that again and just kind of end, 
you know, someone else's fairy tale. Right. You know, because he's so bitter and misery loves company, you know? Right. So that's what I think. So Here's the moment of vulnerability for mm-hmm. me was when he said to Catherine, after he gave his whole spiel about, and I will quote it incorrectly, so I apologize in advance, about um, love not knowing death until, or love not knowing loneliness till death, or something in that that genre, that, you know, vicinity. Either way, uh, he'd made mention that he will never love again, that he will suffer, he's feeling pain, because who else is going to love someone, you know, basically that he's ugly, and he's this, and he's that, and whatever. So to me, that, that was his human side, his human yeah. insecurities coming out, because at that point, the only person that really knew he was a beast was Rebecca, and she was still capable of loving him. And, I mean, my thing is, Kat came into this entire situation not knowing anything about Beast, and she was still able to see, you know, Vincent for the fine man that he is. <laughs> but I mean, he's I, got that going for him. I'm saying, but uh, Liam's not entirely not. I mean, he's a handsome guy at the yeah, end of the day. Eye cream, to see, all right. yeah. I mean, he's a little aged, but he's still a handsome he's guy. A haircut, exactly. You know, shave. Yeah, you know. But I, I do think at that moment, I did expect to hear Kat say. But, you know, it's possible. Look at me and Vincent, you know? And for a split millisecond, I thought, can they change him over? Yeah. That would be so cool. Yeah, no. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> no. No, no, no. That, no, no. <laughs> Listen, I, I find that, you know, when you're bitter about a situation, it's like, yeah, you, it, it, takes it takes a, a lot, lot to get over it. So I just think, you know, he might have for a second be like, okay, well, maybe. But then he would right. see Vincent and Kat and the memories would kick back right. in. So, yeah, no, I didn't. There's no there was no bringing back Liam. Right. You know, I love that he also had said somewhere in that conversation, too, yeah. how Vincent and you are so much more powerful together. And Kat caught on and said, is that? How you felt about your Becca? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I mean, why would you kill the person that you feel powerful? Uh, powerful with kill Alistair and don't make her know that you killed Alistair. And then but just why go even back kill her? First of all, that's <laughs> okay, just a whole play, other yeah, case of head <laughs> issues right there. Just because you got dumped, you feel that it's okay to you know kill the other dude. Yeah, that's just you're such a sore loser. But yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of losers, there will be a loser at the end of the show. Okay, so. Dun, dun, dun. Guys, I know we had talked about it. <laughs> Maybe, what, a month-ish ago? We talked about Maria Menounos doing a little dance battle action. Well, now it is time to actually get to see who auditioned and who made the cut for a brand new show called Dance Battle America. Mm-hmm. Now, this started originally a couple of years ago. Basically, Maria Menounos, her family, and the Huff family decided on Instagram to do a little battle action. Okay. Some of the buzzers were involved. And then they decided to open the audition to America. Now, eight families are coming down to L.A., and they're going to battle it out on ABC so you can catch the season premiere September 14th after Dancing with the Stars. That's going to be fun. So, so yes. Yeah. So, who will win? Who will lose? We don't know. You have to watch. <laughs> we'll be watching. Yes. So, you guys watch, too. All right. So, so co-hosts, what's going on? Oh. Talk to us. A lot of people are talking about dun, 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 the wedding. <laughs> I, okay, well, did you did you really think that was about to happen this episode? Listen, when they started talking about it, I was like, yes, the roof, yes, the roof. I mean, I didn't think it was going to happen this episode because I didn't think it was enough time. Thank but you. Thank we you. got everything that we asked, well, I asked for. <laughs> You know, wedding on the roof, very simple, very, you know, intimate. Where are the Tahitian dancers? That's what I want to know. Well, we, okay, so we <laughs> agree kidding, that they're going to go where? They're going to go on their gonna honeymoon. Go to, to, to Tahiti on the honeymoon. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But um, <laughs> we got the wedding on the roof. Yes. And yes. it was, I think, 
almost perfect. You know, I'm curious to know how they knock that up so quickly. But, but uh, you know, they have very intimate setting. It was beautiful, well lit. Just you know, just it was just so so perfect. Like at least what I envisioned them getting right. married as. Right. You know, so yeah. Um, I, well, first of all, I love the conversation at the bar. Yes. It was so nice to see them in a normal element. Regular. Just being fun, <laughs> having <laughs> jokes, no stress, just like enjoying Taking each other. Taking shots and talking smack and laughing yeah. and all of them on the same page. It, yes. it just it felt so good. It was yes. like that feel-good moment of the entire season. Right, right. <laughs> so, but I'm yeah. looking at my watch, you know, going, my imaginary watch, <laughs> and I'm looking at the time. It's 10 till. I'm thinking... The last thing on my mind was wedding. I, actually, earlier in the episode, I was like, God, there's so much going on. I guess that's a season four situation. Yeah. So when the, it was brought up, I was like, oh, oh. And when the actual <laughs> wedding moment happened, of course, yeah, yeah, I knew it was going to be on the roof. Be quiet, guys. Okay. <laughs> you win or lose. Now, but when Catherine came out, like you said, two things. One, wow, they decorated that fast. Very quickly. Two, <laughs> where did that dress come from? All where that bling? All the, well, okay, did you like it? Much better. It was definitely an Much better. Yes. But I'm just wondering where it came from and when she had time to go shopping. <laughs> so I'm thinking that maybe, just maybe, uh, Heather has been keeping herself occupied by, you know, having all this wedding planning stuff going on when they're out there doing all the crazy stuff. Because, I mean, she probably but has to buy a dress. In the yeah. middle of the night, in bar hours. Well, maybe she had the dress. Maybe that's her wedding dress. Or maybe. Uh, did okay. This is so off the wall observation. <laughs> did anybody else at home, you guys? Did you feel like Catherine's hair was a lot longer this episode? Out of nowhere, it was up here, and then this episode it was two inches longer. And I was like, did you Ooh. come back from a break? What happened? Hmm. I know, weird observation. I noticed the most random things in life, but that's... That, but that, that's pretty... I mean, I'm just hoping it, you know, extension Girl like got this. some weave. She got Where some did we- she have time to get weave? <laughs> when did all this happen? That's what I want to know. I don't know. She'd be, she be just randomly doing She's all like low-key, like yeah, getting things yeah, taken yeah, care of, yeah. I think. <laughs> Thank goodness it wasn't in that musty old church. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so co-hosts. I know everybody have a lot of stuff to say. I just wanted to make sure I said it in order of some of the things that were going on during this episode. So let's see what everybody at home is saying. At Billie Jean Girl, I think Liam believed that love was weakness and that he didn't want to be weak, so he killed Rebecca. Um, To an extent, I think that he does believe love is weakness at this point in this phase in his heartbreak, but I don't think he felt that way when he was with her. I think that he had his heart broken when she left him for Alistair, and that's when he did the flip. That's my own personal take on it, though. Okay. And uh, I want to touch on this one. Billie Jean Girl 18 asks, do we think that Catherine and Vincent's wedding was a little bit rushed? Well, one of the things that Tess and I do believe was it Heather or JT had brought up, they're like, well, you know, your crazy life. You never know when this can fit in. And, I mean, like we said, fun night at the bar, no stress. It's a good night. Plus, plus, one of the things that Russo said when he called them into the office was, I can blame most of this on Liam, but just know, some we of now this, know. Yeah, some of this stuff. Meaning, not just me, but we now know. So I feel like, A, that is going to be a theme. I'm sorry, prediction. I think that's going to be some of the theme in yeah. season four, and I think that now was a good time because pretty soon they're probably going to be on the run. If it's not one thing, it's something else. So if we have that night off, let's take advantage I'm of saying, it. I'm saying, like, why keep living for tomorrow? Because... They they have seen so much crazy stuff happen for this you know for so long right 
And you keep putting it off, putting it off. And then when you finally did plan a whole wedding, JT said it, you planned this whole wedding and it was a disaster. So right. this is an opportunity. Everybody's kind of just relieved and stress-free for right. a split second. Why not indulge in one of the happiest moments of your life? Right. You know? and, so. and happiest moments of your life in front of the people that matter. Exactly. Who were all those other people? The first wedding, it was the whole police department. Why? Who them. <laughs> You've been lying to them for the whole time. People like the captain have been riding your tail. They were nothing but stress. Mm-hmm. You didn't want them to find out he was a beast. This, that, and the third. When you're with the people you care about the most, A, they are just as happy for you. Yep. B, they can openly talk about whatever they want, and it doesn't matter because it's the people that know everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody, Everything else was just so uptight and just so, like, I don't know, like, not genuine to me, the last wedding. So I'm just kind of happy that they decided to go with what we, well, well what I envisioned for them <laughs> as their, uh, their dream wedding. Uh, I do want to say Patton Lecky. Payton. Payton. I'm so sorry. Payton Lecky says, uh, well, small, the small wedding was better since Vincent and Kath don't have much of a family. We agree. Um, yeah, I think everybody that needed to be there was there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see what else people are saying. Oh, Carabaro 9 also says that it, the wedding reminded her of season one, the dad, the dad's wedding and the dad's. It was a sweet moment. Yeah, that wedding was a really nice moment. Yeah, so, and yeah. at this point, there was no dad to dance with. Yeah. So. Oh. But again, what would we really have wanted in there? No. Nah. Nah. <laughs> we voted. He lost. Sorry. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, okay, what else do we want to talk about really quick? Because we have lots of pictures, of course, that we want to show. Yeah. This is the last time everyone could submit their art. So thank you all season long yes. for everybody's contributions. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, right. we have the best fans. Beasties, you guys are awesome. Thank yes. you so much for yes. being here Absolutely. every step of the way. Um, let's see. Anything else that you guys want to say before we close things up did i miss anything because y'all can co-hosts feel free to call me out there's always so much going on in the studio that sometimes it will just escape my mind and i forget something so if i do i apologize um what i will say though is i feel like and maybe this is a prediction ish but we we need to see a little bit more now that we have some closure to vincent and Catherine as a married couple yeah where are things gonna go with jt and Tess. And what the heck happened to Heather's fiance? The one that you thought was going to come. I <laughs> thought he was going to be the head of the evil forces. I really did. Well, I mean, there's still season four. This is very and there's true. still so much, so much more to come, uh, come to light. So who knows? I do know at some point she is going to have somebody in her life. I hope so, because she deserves it. Yeah, then she'll just be a third wheel. But yeah, she definitely did wise up a lot this season. Um, and we got a lot of predictions coming in, so... Okay, I, so I then we'll why don't we just hit second. news and gossip, and then we can get into predictions so we can talk about whatever it is that you guys would like to talk about. So, TV News. All right, guys, so let's get to some fan art. First and foremost, we have a lovely picture of Vincent Keller. And I don't see the name of the artist. I apologize, just on my screen. But, ah, there we go. At June Girl 66, Diana Smith. If you are watching, we are showing your fantastic art. Love when you guys do this. And, of course, love Vincent Keller. So no picture can go wrong as far as I'm concerned. Let's move Mm -hmm. on to our (laughs) next picture, shall we? Okay. So at Burning Firebird, Gave me a few pictures this episode, so thank you very much for taking the time to do this. This is a very eerie, very creepy photo of Liam taking 
uh, cat down. And you know, there's a few moments too, so weird because you know I noticed the most random situations that I felt like he was carrying down a mannequin or a stand-in <laughs> because there was a silhouette where I saw some curly hair, and I thought she doesn't have, have curly, curly hair. hair. That's yeah, a bit no. weird, mm-hmm. but okay. <laughs> Moving on to our next photo. This one actually, Burning Fiber. This is my favorite of the three that you had sent because this is obviously Vincent. What I did not know when I was sent this picture, for those of you listening on iTunes, it's the picture of him jumping off the roof. It gives me a moment of, woohoo! And I thought, yes! Success! Something awesome happened! And this is only a few seconds before he gets shot. So, yeah, that was a... I interpreted that picture wrong. (laughs) Next picture. Ew. Oh, you know, I'm sorry, Burning Fiber, you sent me another one. This one is actually really cool, too. This is an over-the-top shot, now that I know. I don't know if that's the, close to the graveyard, but it's definitely yeah, it very like the eerie. Yeah. yeah, very nice. All right, let's go to our next picture, please. Oh, this is a drawing, and this is a happy birthday to Nicole Anderson. And if I could please have so my engineer cute. read the name, because it's attached to the file for me. It starts with an M. Maitichu Boydell. Is that on mic or do I need to repeat you? Oh, my Tichu Bueno. And if I said that wrong, it's all my engineer's fault. (laughs) I just want to put it out there. But it's a fantastic picture. If this is something you sketched by pencil, holy cow, it looks fabulous. Let's go to the next one. And she did this one too. Happy birthday, J. Ryan. J. Ryan just celebrated his birthday. I feel like on his birthday, he should give us a gift and take a picture shirtless. I'm just putting it out there. I agree. Happy birthday, (laughs) us. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, let's go on. All right, so this is a big, huge thank you to the cast and crew of Season 3, hashtag BATB Journey by at Wilma BATB. So she's got a collection of all these fantastic photos of Season 3. I really, really like this one a lot. If you guys are, again, listening, make sure you watch us on YouTube so you can see all this artwork, too. Let's go to the next picture. And this is at Zelly 309 And I don't know. Did I show this last episode? I don't think I did. No. I got this the other week, so I apologize really for the delay. Though. But it's, you know, the <laughs> best friend brotherly love. And it's all these really awesome pictures of Jay Ryan and Austin Basis. And I love those two so much. Do you see the one on the bottom with the tongue out? Yes, oh, those, both of them. so cute. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. So cool. All right, let's go to our next photo. Ah, okay, so I don't think this, for some reason, at Carrie Barrow 9 sent me this, and I do apologize. I don't think it's able to show on our screen for some weird reason. But, beasties, just so y'all know, the Rose campaign is coming back. Y'all did such a fabulous job of it before. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that Mr. Mark Pedowitz does not forget us, and he makes sure that he makes a season five. Yes. So, we are sending him, we are going to bombard him with roses again, because, you know, that's just how we roll. Uh, <laughs> there is an address, so if you go onto my Twitter, I did retweet this, at boysandbeauty yeah. one and it's got the address on West Olive Avenue, where you can send your roses to him, and make sure you include a message um, thanking him, and then also making sure that he doesn't make season four the quote-unquote natural ending to the show, but he continues it on. Let's do it. Let's so, yeah, hashtag five. keep BATB believing, hashtag BATB. And, of course, I will leave you with this. We're going to continue into predictions. But do not forget, BCs who have already, thank you. But do not forget to find me on YouTube at Boys and Beauty 01. I will be having a special episode coming up. Unfortunately, it's been in the works. But I promise you, you will not be disappointed because, see, 
I talk about all these hot men in my bathtub, mm-hmm. right? This bubble bath. Mm-hmm. And I give you a really nice beauty tip to go along with it. Um, somebody might be helping me out with the Boys in Beauty episode in the future. They've been busy on set. Wink, wink. So just keep an eye out. Make sure you subscribe <laughs> to my YouTube channel, and hopefully you can catch that soon. Let's go into predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Oh, new sound effects. Okay. All right, so I'm going to go into my Twitter feed right now to we see what your guys' so is. many. Okay. Love it. Okay, so I'm going to keep you in charge of that really quick, going okay. through the f- Twitter so, feed. So, um, Billie Jean Girl 18 says, uh, the test did catch the bouquet the bouquet at the wedding. It might be JC, JT and Tess's turn to get married, maybe? I don't know why I thought that it got thrown slightly at Tess, slightly at JT, and it was juggled a little bit. But either way, that would be the next best route. I, I would love to see their relationship bud a little bit more. But again, going back into something I said earlier is now we have Vincent and we have JT with a serum. We don't know the side effects yet long term. I would love to see JT with some sort of super, super yep. something. I don't know what will happen to Vincent. Mm. He's clearly probably going to live forever now. So, I mean, we could just inject Catherine, make her live forever, too. I'm saying, I mean, Peyton, Peyton Lecky also agrees. She says she's, she hopefully sees, hopes to see some mutations in Vincent and JT. I think it, she thinks it will be an interesting conflict uh, for the next season. Uh, At Carrie Barrow 9 is also talking talking about um, JT waking Vincent up, foreshadowing his healing power. That's a really excellent observation. Yeah. And how cool would it be? He just run through the hospital. I'm just going to slam up people. You're healed. <laughs> You're healed. Hey, <laughs> welcome back to life. There you go. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. Uh, who else? What do we have here? Uh, I mean, what are some of your predictions? My predictions. Um, I think that Russo... Uh, even though, you know, this, this, and I, you know, I think he was a lifesaver in this, in this uh, oh, episode. I do think, you know, just something about him didn't rest, uh, well with me. And I think that next season, um, there are going to be some issues with Russo and, you know, the whole Vincent Cat and all the stuff that happened in the past. I do kind of see him maybe turning on them. Oh no. Yeah. Or maybe just kind of knowing a little more about, you know, what's going on, uh, what, whatever, whatever else we're, we should expect in season four. Cause of course, there's always some, somebody else who's out to get, uh, Vincent and Kat in the fam. Right. So, yeah. Um, at Torres Alcon says that government forces will create a beast task force next season. Now, is this a prediction or you actually got this information from a secret, uh, informational situation? <laughs> I just want to know. No, no, no. Okay, let's see. I got cold seeing snow. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's interesting because they shot this, and I don't think originally it was supposed to be a summer show. Yeah. So I actually thought about that as, as I'm watching it, and I'm here in this really hot, hot heat wave here in L.A., and I'm thinking, so gosh, hot. that snow looks very lovely right now because it is so hot. It's like 100 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, in addition to that, I'm cur- I mean, technically, Vincent should be the last beast. So, I mean, are they going to, you know, start this task force Task force to come after? What Vincent? happens when him and Kat have babies? Wait, are they having babies? I don't know <gasps> what I'm saying. Hybrid little mini half-beasts? Beastie humans? They'll be cute. At least we yeah, I mean, that. yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. And then I'm hoping I'm predicting that Heather will get a man. Because Heather deserves a man. <laughs> I think she will. Okay. I think she will. And I think X will come back as soon as she gets a man and he's going to create a situation. But that's just me. So you're sticking with the X situation. I am sticking okay. with the X situation. <laughs> All right, guys. We had such a yes. fantastic time with you guys participating. Love that you are our co-host. 
Be sure to continue to watch us next year. Oh. Oh. And <laughs> yes, communicate with us via Twitter because we'll continue to have conversations. Again, following us. I am at Boys and Beauty 01. And I'm at Janisha underscore Miss VI. Thank you guys so much for you know going through this journey with us. Our yes, absolutely. We will see you for sure. Next season, next season, season four, five, mm. six, seven, and a bajillion. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.